0: For the thousands in attendance, and the millions watching around the world, we are Live and Amplified! So let's get ready to podcast! Fire it up!
1: Hey, how's it going? Good, how about yourself? Sorry, I'm great. I just, uh, I had the uh, live stream on on the other screen, so I got a little bit confused. Um, You're good.
0: You're good. I actually have to message somebody because they showed up an hour early. Oh, Um, gosh. Yeah. You're good. You're good. All right. So how how are things going? Uh, It's been a year and a half.
1: I know. It's been a a year and a half and a pandemic.
0: Yeah, Uh, the pandemic.
1: Yeah, how are you doing? It's going five hours strong. How are you? How are you feeling? Oh, I'm I'm good. I you know,
0: luckily I've kind of paced it out to the point that uh, after every interview, I take like ninety seconds and get up, just Probably. stand up, um, or go to the bathroom. You know, whatever I got to do. But it, after this, I've got about a thirty minute break, which is amazing. <laughs> I'm scared to see what my voice sounds like in five more hours versus like Monday morning. You know, it's going to be, it's going to be interesting.
1: Yeah. Maybe uh, get some cue cards as well, just for in case.
0: Oh yeah. Cause like, I mean, luckily at my job, we don't have the, uh, we don't have, um, I don't talk a lot because it's just, I sit there and I do my job, but uh, you know, it is what it is. So yeah, um, I'm glad you were able to make it on. And it, you <laughs> kind of freaked me out for a minute because when you messaged me at nine o'clock, I'm like, wait a minute, what am I? Me-? So,
1: I know. I think it was just one of those. So I tend to put things in my calendar way in advance. So I saw this note in my calendar that just said fundraisers at this time. And I didn't check further just because sometimes my, um uh, my email doesn't get checked as often as it should. Um, just given the fact that there's no performances or anything happening at the moment, you know, kind of trying to tell people what I'm up to just kind of feels a bit eh, not as exciting. Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't know if you've if you felt that during the pandemic as well. Just be like, because there's nothing. We can't go to anything really without without something happening.
0: Yeah, you know, it's it was interesting last year. I felt like it just really drug on. Like last year took forever. Mm-hmm. Which in retrospect, maybe it didn't, but uh this year it was one of those things like it started off felt like it was gonna be a normal year, and my mom got sick, and then the year just got away from me. And I woke up a couple of weeks ago and I was like, wait, when did it become November?
1: Right. For real. You
0: know, it's one of those things and I'm sitting there and I see the ad like an ad run for Thanksgiving or Black Friday, and I'm like, wait a minute you're telling me that Thanksgiving is in like two weeks
1: mm-hmm.
0: and it's just like, Oh no, what did I do? And then, so you were doing this. Yeah. And, but I, you know, actually I was, I'm really, I was really looking or I'm really looking forward to doing all this because I know on the backside of this, I've got six weeks of nothing, like literally nothing. So it's just like, yes, I get to take a break. I don't have to worry about anything. I can put my phone on silent and not worry about it. So I'm really excited. Oh, yeah. Those are
1: those are good days for sure.
0: Yeah, for sure. So uh, first off, I want to thank you once again for jumping on here. It's a sad reason why we're here in the loss of my mother, but... We're going to take a negative experience and turn it as into a positive experience as we can and try and help change somebody's life by raising awareness. Maybe somebody's out there listening and isn't even thinking they might have pancreatic cancer, but they have this back pain, they go get it checked out, you know, or, you know, just something that isn't feeling right, which has kind of been the main message because there's a lot of cancers out there that you could easily ignore the signs. And by the time you go get it checked out, it's too late. So.
1: For sure. And I think it's great that you're taking this experience and turning it into something that can help other people. That's really great.
0: Yeah, absolutely. But uh, we'll we'll jump a little bit more into that here in a minute, but how's, how's things on your ends? How's the music career? I know you've, gone through some changes with the music and been doing some different things and whatnot but how's the music been
1: it's been good you know um i basically took some time this year and built a tiny little vocal recording booth which is actually right next to me so if i turn my camera i've got this which is moving blankets and i basically put some grommets in uh some moving blankets and hung it off some pvc structure and so it's a it's a vocal recording booth but i think of it as my socially acceptable screaming room
0: yeah (laughs) Nice. I love it. And you're, uh, you're still in Canada, right?
1: At the moment. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm in downtown Toronto and yeah, things are, things are interesting music wise. Like, I mean, there are definitely shows beginning to happen again and it's, I'm definitely taking some time to get more into production and and making my work easier to do. So at the moment, what I'm in the middle of doing is uh, making my own pedal board out of a shelf.
0: Nice. I, did you post something on Instagram about that not too long ago?
1: Yeah, yeah. I've, okay. uh, I've been kind of getting more into the kind of const- the construction of music, I guess, um, yeah. just because like a lot of the time I find that the biggest barriers to what I need to do are having the equipment I need, right? Mm-hmm. And with COVID, it's not like I could go to recording studios. And so I just decided to build my own. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Absolutely. And so your work, how far into the construction of your pedal or pedal board are you?
1: Uh, well, the pedals are on top of the shelf right now. So that's about where I'm at. Um, so it's, it's going well. What I was going to just do is to be super quick. I was just going to hammer some little tacks in around the pedals. And then as if I get more pedals, I can just pull them out and redo them. So it's modular. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, That's awesome. Uh, You know, and the fact that you're uh, taking the time to think about it, not just now, but Mm. as you, um, grow as a musician and you kind of start experimenting more with your music and if you want to bring in more pedals whatever you know you're you're kind of thinking in that direction as well so yeah
1: i'm really thinking in terms of minimalism because i find that when you're working in music as you know like the temptation to get every piece of gear right and you know and just trying to work out what the core aspects of what i do are and just get really good at those
0: yeah absolutely absolutely i yeah You know, I I have to slap myself on the hand every once in a while. Like, no, you don't need that. Nope. Nope. What are you doing? Stop.
1: Yeah, it's just that moment where it's like, oh, I have to check in with myself. Don't Um, die. But like, for example, during the pandemic, one of the things I did was I really wanted to learn how to make rice properly. Uh So I went and became like as specific as possible about it just for that one thing. But that's kind of been what I've been doing through this pandemic. It's like, because there's so many things that you don't know if you can do, you just focus on getting one thing right
0: yeah yeah um so what uh, you you've mentioned that you're kind of taking more focused on the actual production or production of music right am i wording that correctly i think so five yeah, hours. My yeah. um <laughs> breed Swiss <with> cheese huh <laughs> yeah a little bit um but so uh where are you kind of at writing wise are you do you still actively write or is that kind of just taking a back seat to everything
1: I'm writing a lot at the moment. So essentially I've taken a new approach to how I build a a collection or a piece. So last year I released this music soundtrack called Penrose and essentially I made it so that it had some interesting internal structures. So there was a lot based around the number 19 because that's actually related to the game. And I realized that if I just decide on certain things like, okay, so it's going to move in this progression, then I can create these arcs and this architecture inside the work so at the moment i'm kind of like designing it to actually have a cohesive flow rather than my original plan which was just like oh i've made these songs and they're fine and i'm just going to put them together and hope it works i mean which can work for people i'm not saying it doesn't but i just i i have this idea that it could be something more cohesive for myself mm -hmm. so
0: Yeah. And so as you've kind of been experimenting with how you're doing things, what's been the biggest challenge for you through the last year, we'll just say the last year and a half or so?
1: Self-judgment. Yeah. I I think the biggest biggest thing is just having patience for yourself when you're learning something new and also just adjusting to all of the, you know, changes that the last year and a half has really brought for everyone. I think it's really easy to beat yourself up for not managing everything perfectly. Mm -hmm. And it's easy to forget like two years ago, if you had described the situation to someone, they would ask you, you know, what's this based on what, what movie is this, you know?
0: Yeah. And you know, it's, that's very true. Like, everybody's perspective has changed in the last two years, just in general um so it's it's interesting and um so self-judgment is something that i think even if musicians don't or just people in general don't want to admit to it we all have have self-judgment and just Mm -hmm. kind of you know learning to deal with it and some people just don't so it's always interesting
1: yeah and i think it's because it's really scary to admit a vulnerability because then it feels like that is a vulnerability potentially forever but Mm -hmm. it doesn't have to be so no it it
0: definitely doesn't have to be you can what i don't want to say learn to live with it because that that's not the right way to the right way to deal with uh yourself but you know you can start gaining confidence by taking small like people tend to look over like the small victories Mm -hmm. and it's like oh well i just had two people listening to this podcast you know but that's that's two people like that's That's a victory People are listening, and so then you move on to the next one. Get a third Mm -hmm. person, you know, and just kind of keep taking small victories. Mm -hmm. And people, you know, and not to get on a soapbox, but I'm going to have to do it. But you know, in the in this world of social media, and we're all a victim of it. Mm -hmm. Everybody brags about. Everybody needs to be the best PR or not best PR version of themselves, but they need to brag about what they're doing. Mm
1: -hmm. And if
0: it's not like this big. Big or what seems to, prospectively speaking, a big accomplishment. Mm -hmm. Then it's kind of like, oh, it's not a win at all. You know what I'm saying?
1: I do, yeah. And I've been thinking about that on social media a lot myself because, like, over the past year, it's like I'm not. I I realize that I don't want to constantly feel like I have to promote myself because I'm not interested in. Like, I'm more interested in making connections with people. Like making my like putting my work in a place that will resonate with them rather than like you know thinking about the hashtags that will bring the most people to what i'm doing because like yeah i uh i've been thinking as well a lot about certain like social media platforms which we all use but it's beginning to almost feel like posting on that is beginning to feel like a statement in and of itself Mm -hmm. if that makes sense because it's like i'm on a platform that actively has some very concerning patterns and you know maybe by me being part of it am i being part of this you know problem you know and and i think a lot of artists are beginning to move to patreon and put a lot of the content that they used to put on instagram and facebook and so on there just because like no one really wants to build a career on a platform that they don't control Mm
0: -hmm. i mean it it's that and then like these social media platforms have kind of built them built their name or they have name recognition mm-hmm. and so people just automatically assume oh you have a million view or followers on facebook instagram youtube whatever and it means something
1: mm-hmm.
0: which five years ago it didn't mean anything because it's like oh you're a social media kid cool and now that the times have changed it's or not t- the tides have changed it's almost like we're in that same predicament where it's like the thing the reason that social media became cool mm-hmm. because there wasn't any gatekeepers whereas on traditional media like ra- like as a musician like radio tv yeah. you know just like all the traditional medias, there were gatekeepers and mm-hmm. now we're shifting over into social media and it got started because there's no geek or it got popular because there's no gatekeepers whoever is willing to put in the effort we'll get there but Mm -hmm. now you're starting to see that shift where it's like oh there's gatekeepers here too like they're algorithms yeah oh yeah (laughs) i was i was talking to somebody um from colorado uh, a few hours ago on here Mm -hmm. and i just straight up asked him i was like hey you brought up that because you a lot of his posts go through facebook i was like have you noticed that your natural, just your natural fan engagement has dropped over the last month. He's like, Oh yeah, it's dropped considerably. I was like, okay, cool. It's not just me, yeah. you know? And so it's, it's interesting.
1: It is. It definitely is. Like, I, I think that for For me at least it's not necessarily uh, like a concern to my livelihood or anything because i wasn't using that as you know primary business model and some people are and they work and they hustle and that's amazing where i see it as dangerous and problematic is where someone might be trying to raise awareness about a particular cause Mm -hmm. like for example the wet protest Mm -hmm. at the moment and a lot of them are now putting polls at the end of it to say like did you see this post because there's so little engagement compared to what they had So it's, and I, and I think that that's very concerning and, you know, it's it's a very uncertain place to try and put your work out there, really.
0: Yeah, and with the the term, phrase social media,
1: mm.
0: how social is it right now? Like, <laughs> like, if you really think about it, like, it just, just even trying to promote this in and of itself, like promote this, like mm-hmm. I literally had to message 10 to 12 people at a time. Sorry. Wait, <laughs> what? No, 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 no. I'm that's not that. Or oh. just message people be like, Hey, mm-hmm. this is a thing that's happening.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, we'd appreciate it if you could join us or watch or whatever. Yeah. And that was the only way I was getting people to see it. And that like, even that wasn't all that effective. Like it was more effective on Instagram, but yeah. yeah, not not to turn this into a bash social media. But. I
1: yeah, I mean, I think it's a it's a valid thing to be aware that I think the main thing is right now because everyone is so more isolated than they used to be. Like, it's important for people to be aware. Like, it might not just be you. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um But yeah, like I mean, that's part of the reason I just decided to pull back and focus on the actual you know tangible stuff that i can control Mm -hmm. and then come back out when i have something that i can like have a campaign around like actually just spend so rather than just trying to exist in people's attention span because like for
0: what that's Mm -hmm. kind of what i'm looking forward to over the next six weeks after this is i can just disappear and see who's waiting for me on the other side
1: yep absolutely and then
0: those are the people that i'm going to in moving forward those are the people i'm going to invest more time in because they're actually paying attention and waiting and all that stuff they're not you know yeah so yeah. We'll, we'll we'll see how it goes
1: Yeah, i mean uh, it's kind of like a social molting yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, not to be weird about it but like you know I'm just, um but it's cool i mean I, I think it's opening up a lot of possibilities for people to you know really think about what they're trying to do as musicians, like what are they trying to get across to people Mm -hmm. rather than just like getting caught up in that like hustle. Like I just have to play all these shows. I have to be at this place and this place and this place and like be seen and, you know, just kind of maybe being more intentional about that. Like, I think um, seeing people like Simone Biles this year and stuff, just like actually taking an act of radical self-care when Mm -hmm. I don't know if I would have had the courage to do something like that when I was, you know, under that much pressure, but like. I think that's hopefully going to make waves.
0: The Is fact that, that she did it in the middle of that big of a stage, like had she done it two months prior to the Olympics? Yeah. Mm-hmm. There would have been news about it, but it wouldn't have had the impact that it had. Like the fact that she was in the middle of the Olympics mm-hmm. and was just like, yeah, I'm going to take it. I think it had a lot more impact.
1: Yeah. I imagine that was, that was probably terrifying. Like, yeah. Yeah, (laughs) but it's I I think it was really important to do. And I think it's hopefully going to make some some changes because I think I mean, for me, at least I've seen a lot of artists and producers and content creators and so on, just, you know, they reach points of burnout. And I don't think that that's, that should be a cost of doing the work that we do. Mm. So, I mean, you know, not to not to be a, a downer about it, but I think like, I think there's potential to to allow artists to work without having to feel like they, they must suffer in order to do what they do.
0: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. absolutely. Yeah. So to kind of shift gears a little bit about uh, what the reason why we're here, which is to raise funds and awareness for pancreatic cancer, yes. have you lost anybody or had any close family experiences with pancreatic cancer or just cancer in general because cancer is inherently just a bad thing?
1: yeah i i did i i lost my grandmother to breast cancer um so yeah not not pancreatic but it's Mm -hmm. yeah it is rough um i well it was rough for my mother um because i was four when she passed away so you know didn't really quite grasp what was happening then but um yeah i'm really glad that research is is expanding in this and yeah i was i was really sad to hear about your mom yeah
0: right thank you and you know just knowing all the musicians, like even when I just put it out there, because I knew I was once, once it got to a point where she was like in um, hospice and it was like, okay, it's only a matter of days. Uh, I canceled everything that I had on my plate and uh, like the day after she passed, I was like, all right, well, here's why everything's canceled. Uh, Cause I, I originally didn't want to make a big deal about it, but there were so many people that just kind of knew what was going on, like just through either casual conversation or they were friends with a friend of mine, you know, just like whatever it was. And just like the outpouring of support, it was like, all right, there's more people that care about this than I thought. So I need to do some, I need to make a post or a statement or whatever.
1: Mm -hmm. And so,
0: just like the outpouring of support was like, wow, okay, so.
1: I think it's great that you put the call out as well. And
0: this was something that I had been wanting to do even before she passed. Like when she first got sick, it was like originally I didn't know what my parents' financial situation was because I like I don't that that's none of my business. So it was like, okay, well, maybe we need to do something to help pay for chemo or whatever it is. Cause you know, chemo can get expensive and all that Mm -hmm. stuff. And then my dad was like, no, we're, we'll be fine. Don't, don't stress about that. And then I was like, okay, well, I transitioned to this idea just to help other people kind of um, hopefully if they battle or or in a battle with um, pancreatic cancer, you know maybe they'll have a higher likelihood of surviving so
1: yeah and i really hope for that and at the very least knowing that there are other people who are you know fighting for a cause that they're dealing with at the time and knowing that there are other people out there who are in potential network to reach out to as well i think that's really important
0: yeah absolutely absolutely yeah well i sorry but this is our shorter interviews because of everything we got going on Um, But I want to, first off, thank you so much for jumping on and just being a part of this for the short time that you have been. Um, And I look forward to having you on the podcast again once you're you're ready to start promoting something. You're always welcome. You know that.
1: Thank Um, you so much.
0: So before I let you go, though, Mm -hmm. every person that has been a guest and will be a guest gets one question from our random question generator.
1: Okay.
0: I have an app has random questions. I just swiped it. So All right. ready for your question. I'm very ready. What is a movie many people like but you hate?
1: Oh goodness. Um oh shoot. Um I feel like there's one here that that I really okay. Um I think Interstellar was one that people loved but I found really just the the soundtrack was just really overwhelming to me. So I just felt really difficult watching it. I'm I'm struggling to think of one that people love that I hate. I can think of artists that I don't appreciate that people love. But um, yeah, I yeah, I'll go. I'll probably go with that one. OK,
0: um, yeah, like, I mean, it was a pretty big hit here in the States, so I can only imagine it was. Yeah. Samely received elsewhere.
1: Yeah, like amazing movie objectively. But I just I was like, no. Nope.
0: It no. wasn't, it wasn't executed, right?
1: It was, it was more just like, I mean, no, the physics was good. It was more just that like, sort of just like sitting in the movie theater, just being like, do you know how emotional Matthew McConaughey is feeling right now? Because you need to know how many emotions he's feeling right now. And I'm just yeah. kind of like, okay. stop
0: Stop. i'm good i'm good yeah
1: i get it i get it thank you um but yeah i mean i i don't want to keep you i I think you have probably need to take a very well-earned break um i just want to say thank you so much for having me as a part of this yes
0: absolutely and like i mentioned you're welcome back anytime um Mm. if people want to check out any upcoming uh potential shows any new releases any of your music that's out there where's the best place for them to do that
1: I'm going to say Bandcamp, so vancorvid.bandcamp.com. So van as in a van you drive in, Corvid is in the genus of birds that includes crows and ravens and so on. Um, I have a video game soundtrack there. I've got a live EP from a show where I was being tied to a steel pentacle uh, throughout my performance. So if you're curious about what that might sound like, um, you should definitely give it a shot.
0: I will have to check it out after this weekend because i definitely did not see that one so yeah
1: it it was uh it was just before the pandemic hit so it really felt a bit inappropriate to promote it when Mm -hmm. there was so much going on in the world so kind of fell through the cracks um but yeah awesome
0: i can't wait to check it out once again thank you so much for jumping on here i absolutely appreciate it i'm going to go take at least go eat something because i've literally had a pack of peanut butter crackers
1: Oh my goodness. Okay. Yes, please go eat. Yes. Thank you for having me.
0: Good. Uh Once again, thank you so much for jumping on. Thank you everybody for watching. We'll be back in about 30 minutes. Um, if you're just kind of hanging out, make sure you're checking out the comment thread. Uh, the donation portal is below, or if you're hanging out on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, the, there's a few other places that you can donate as well. Uh, and if you're just kind of curious where to donate, feel free to reach out. We'll get you taken care of. Mm-hmm. Awesome. All right. Well, Van Corvid, thank you so much for jumping on and uh, we will talk to you later. Okay.
1: Bye. Bye -bye.
0: All righty, y'all. Well, once again, thank you for tuning in. I'm going to go take a little bit of a break. I need to go eat something
1: terribly bad um, and we'll be back here shortly.